Hey, this is the second part of a two-part series on comedic storytelling with Mike Guild. If you haven't listened to part one, I highly recommend that you do. The link for that is in the show notes. All right, let's get started. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. All right, so let's play a story by Harrison. Harrison, is there anything that you would like to say before about this before we get started? <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, this, uh, <laughs> I don't know uh, if you can tell uh, from us talking, I am a sad person <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, I uh, Last week, uh, me and my girlfriend, uh, we broke up. Uh, and then after like a week of just kind of like not knowing what to do with myself, we eventually had like a kind of meeting of closure uh, two nights ago or two nights from when we Is recorded it P this and the V closure? It was P and the V closure. Okay. It was cry in the eye closure while P and the V. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it was uh, very sad. Uh, lots of just... Uh, doing, we watched uh, live at the Purple Onion when we went to bed because that was the first thing we ever watched together oh on God. our first date, and we just like cried, and it was just, <laughs> oh God, I'm in pain. Um, but uh, you're a walking acoustic song. <laughs> I know, I really am. I'm like a what's his name, James Blunt. <laughs> um, yeah. No, uh, it's a. Uh, it's. Just I like sucks. to imagine that he's like the that breakup, all the time. The breakup <laughs> is for the best, which is uh, you know, but it's a thing still people a f- say to feel better. Yeah, 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 but also true. Yeah, because it's like your life will get better after it, and mm-hmm. if you, yeah. So uh, it's it, but right now I've just been going through a lot of uh, it's like when I'm with people, when I'm with comics, I feel good, and I'm like I've been able to like laugh at shows and stuff like, and I'm like I I, I see myself getting better. But when they're alone, when I'm alone, it's just trying to masturbate. Trying to masturbate. Oh, I am not masturbating. Um, (laughs) But uh, are you on like a like a jerk off hiatus? I haven't eaten. Is that wait a minute? Is that the shiva for your relationship? Is that you don't jerk off? It's not. It's oh god, no! I have no (laughs) dick energy. I just. I fucked somebody and I have like flirtatious energy. I've noticed because I'm Mm. like I'm like no I'm like. I don't know, but so I'm having a a rough go of it. Um, what are you gonna do about the tattoo? Are you just gonna try to hope it ends up looking like someone else one day? Oh, that's really funny. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. put a mustache on her. You're like, yeah, man, yeah. in ten years it's gonna look like Fran Drescher. It doesn't even matter. It was weird, and it was a very, it was a very, uh, I guess you could call it codependent relationship. When she ended things, it's like. Oh fuck! Like my just life is, it just feels because I got fired like two weeks before that. I've just been having like a weird. I mean, I got new jobs, but like I've just been stressed. And comedy is the only way I've been able to kind of cope with it. Um, whether it's uh, you know writing about it or watching other people stand up. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was a night. This was the first night I had done stand up, and the first time I did stand up that night. Um, it was at an open mic. It was an early mic, and I was just so sad. And I did the set sad, but I did similar material to this mm-hmm. that we're about to hear um, in, the, in a similar story. But uh, it was just like my energy was like so low because I was just so depressed. 
And I like how too, like the volume and energy of what you just said slowly diminishes <laughs> yeah. to nothing as you. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> can you get up off the floor for a second? <laughs> um, yeah, at least sitting upright was slowly help. slunk in the chair. You know, yeah. Slower and slower. Yeah. Until I've heard your physiology can affect your mentality. Um, yeah, yeah. So the fetal position probably isn't the best way to record this podcast. No, no, no. Um, and I don't. I don't really want to. Uh, I want to get past this part of my life, but I, I really need to like be therapeutic about it. And uh, to me, like stand up is the only thing that like really lets me express myself the way I want to in the way that like makes me feel like I've like almost uh, exercised a demon or a. Write some yeah. roast jokes about it, dude. Some what? Joke? Some roast jokes. Yeah. Just have your own little roast battle in your mind. Like, <laughs> Do the work. <laughs> pretend like you're gonna make oh a Facebook god. event for it. And it's just oh god. No, actually make a, prof- a, a Facebook <laughs> no, she's, event. She's really she's a she's a sweethearted person. Uh, no, no, no. Roast the relationship. Oh, roast the relationship. No, I meant her. Like, oh, you know so much about her. Like, it'll make you feel better. Yeah. I don't know. You just hurt his feelings. He no, you didn't it. hurt my feelings. I just have a lot of pain. <laughs> Turn that um, pain into anger, like it, a real man. I, I. Have there's no oh god okay all right all right let's play the bit okay all right so this is this is me um talking about it it's just like a short clip and it's it's called strong bro no no i just labeled it because someone was like came up to me right after it was like that was strong bro Um, (laughs) uh, but i would call this uh i would say uh breakup slash wedding Strong bro. Strong bro. I, I prefer strong bro. I like strong bro. <laughs> strong bro. So really muscly guy is like, I'm strong on the outside. Put your strong on the inside, brother. That's my yeah, it's my conscience. <laughs> All right. Uh I uh am uh going through a breakup that happened last week, but let's just pretend I'm like better. And like this is me doing it in like months. And it's like, you guys are break up, you know. Like, I don't want to be. The last two mics, it's just like sadness in the audience, and I'm like, I don't want to be a sad guy. Um, it's great because, and we live in Brooklyn. I live in Brooklyn, which is if you're gonna break up with someone, you gotta live in Brooklyn. It's a great place to break up because you know, on every corner there is just another person with just amazing advice that leads to a 20-minute monologue about energies. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, I'm hurting now, but once my chakras aligned, it's over. <laughs> Back at them. Uh, is that an energy thing? I don't know. It's Indian. Um, uh, you know what's good, though? Uh, 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 is uh, If you're going to break up with someone, you should go next at the, that weekend just uh, just go uh, and do what I did and go to a Quaker wedding. That's the place to be. Weird timeline, I know. Weird. I don't know if you guys have ever been to a Quaker wedding. It's like an open mic wedding. So there's no pastor. It's just two people sitting ready to get married and then a bunch of people like open micing about the love that they've seen this two, these two people <laughs> share. And that's a great concept. But there could be hiccups, I feel like, you know? Don't you think, like, at least once there's just going to be, like, a guy that's in the audience and... Because it's just, like, a bunch of people will be like, I have known you since you were 12, and you guys are amazing, and I really love you a lot. But there's going to be one guy that's like, Amelia and Joseph are great together, they're really great, I guess they're a lot better together when she stops being a fucking whore! You know? <laughs> 
better. You don't know who's better. Was that the light or your glasses? No, those are my glasses. I was sad, but I, uh, I uh, uh, ended up sleeping with a bridesmaid, which was nice. That was a cool, sad experience. It only made it worse. What do you think is the worst thing you could do while sleeping with someone after you just had a breakup? What do you think is the worst thing you could do? Cry. Tell them about the breakup. The wrong person. Wrong. 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 What did you say? Like saying that your ex's name. True. Uh. Almost. <laughs> saying, your <laughs> saying your ex's pet name. What is worse actually is. It's not that, it's saying your ex's pet name while they're asking you to choke them. That's a <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. Like, it's just not a <laughs> Anyway, thank you guys so yeah. much. Oh, God. Nicely done, Harrison. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't hear at the end, it's 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 me doing a choking motion, being like, ah, oh, puppy girl. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not untrue. I did... It it's true. I, Wait, puppy girl. Puppy girl. I was puppy man, Mister Puppy Man. And she was Miss Puppy Girl. And and that that was a sexual thing. No, it wasn't sexual, which made it even sadder that I said it during <laughs> sex, and because we would not say that during, but like we'd we would do a thing. Where I we'd, I prefer the narrative where they're furries and <laughs> they're wearing dog outfits. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it was it was uh. But it was a thing I I was sleeping with it. Oh my god! And it was just awesome. It was like incredibly aggressive animal sex with this woman, and then she wanted me to like slap her around and like we, it was getting like pretty like insane. But then I was just like, and she was giving me a head, and I was like, oh fuck yeah, puppy. Oh shit! Like I just like heard myself say, oh yeah, puppy, and then I was like, fuck, I am not. <laughs> I'm not over this at all. This is clearly just like the worst thing I could. It was just... like the next day or some yeah, shit. Yeah, it was like two yeah. days you, later. But you know that chick was like, heard you say puppy and was like, I don't I'm think she it heard it. At least she, she did. It, I didn't say it loud enough that she would definitely hear it. And it's not like something someone calls someone else ever. So she might have been like, I thought you said the word puppy. Ah, just sucking the dick again. Like, I don't think she just like blew past it and then. I, ideally, she was, you know, too busy gargling cock <laughs> to pay attention a, to the weird noun you I threw I think, her. well, that's, yeah, she was a, she was a great lady. Um, I, w- I would be remiss if I, uh, I, I believe yeah. that you believe yeah. you are sad. <laughs> okay. I, but I, as someone I who, might be right about that. As someone who I, I, yes, you are. You <laughs> are definitely right. <laughs> I think but, I might be right on this. <laughs> <laughs> but as someone who's had like, dip, I don't know. I'm not trying to compare it all, but like mm-hmm. uh, from someone who's oh, experienced your depression your whole life. Do you, no, no, no. You like get, you get I sadness could, way better than he does. I, I just like, like I couldn't, I, I, I don't know. I couldn't even get my dick hard. Like that's like, it was like, you know what I mean? And yeah. you, you've been late how many times since you've broken well, this up? This was after a wedding and it was like, we had been flirting the whole. Yeah, but you're a cutie pie. Look at you. Like, it just Wait, like, 
a sad face on you. Like you just turn into James yeah, Dean. I talk to like, the guy. You know what I mean? Like it's, I talk to the woman. It uh, only helps you get made late more. Like that, that's not. Uh, well, this it was funny because that it's funny you bring that up because um, what happened was uh, I got there and and she was we were just talking and and someone like one of my guy friends like was like and I'm sorry about what happened. I'm sorry you're going through whatever. And she was like, "What's that?" And he, and I was like, uh, I was oh, like, oh, the hot I guy just... in the corner is sad over something. Yeah, oh. well, that's what because after we slept together, she was like, the moment you told me you just broke up with your grandma, I was like, I'm a fuck this guy this weekend. Yeah, He's so she sad. was like, she was like, she was like, oh, he needs a warm hug she... using my pussy around his dick. <laughs> that's I, I. We didn't fuck. We just made the, uh, we did all the things to, into fucking, but it, mm-hmm. all the results of fucking. <laughs> it was just. Mm-hmm. It was really. But it was just, you know, it, oh God, it's just, um, it's so you really lied to me. It was not, it. it was not P in the V. Uh, oh no, wait, no, no, sorry. I'm no, confused. When yeah, you said, yeah, yeah, when you I asked, know, know, was it P in the V? Yeah, I was talking I'm, about your, your, your breakup sex. That was breakup yeah, sex. Yeah. yeah. yeah this, that was, this that was, was two days ago. So yeah. that's another time you got laid after you got, yeah. after yeah. the break. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah. it's just hard for me to feel bad for you. It doesn't count as crying if you're coming while you're. Spilling your tears on their yeah, tits. he's like he's like he's crying as he's getting laid. He's just like God, it's just not the way you're I never, want it. You're never prepared to look into someone's eyes and like, and she has like big puppy dog eyes. Jesus, and Christ. they were just like, and they were just like welling up. And I was like, oh, this is how you cry during sex. You just got hard when you said the word puppy. I just saw a move, dude. I realized. There's like I've a, never seen someone get an erection in the I never, position. Wait, I never <laughs> cried during sex before that, and she hadn't either. And it was like the two things just felt at odds, like crying and sex. And then Is she an actor too? No, no, she's not an actor. Um and uh <laughs> then we just like but then like you go in like if you go into missionary, you're like, oh, oh no. And then it's just like they're crying, and then you're like, now I'm gonna cry, and then you just Come and cry really hard. So, so you 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 cry came. I cram. <laughs> cry aimed. I crammed. Uh, it was uh, it was it was bad. Uh, but um, yeah, I've just been getting I've been getting really good advice from people, and people have been telling me uh, you know what they think I need to be doing, and a lot of it's well, like, I, I think make it's gotta yourself be, feel good with like go like for runs. It's got to be new for you because you're so private. And I, <laughs> no, man, I did like the way you started this, by the way, I really, really loved, um, you said, let's pretend I'm better Yeah. because one of the keys to, I think uh, one of the keys to storytelling, uh, good storytelling comedically is you need to kind of be over it usually. Yeah. And yeah. so that you have some perspective to share. That's not yeah. just, <laughs> This sucks or yeah. whatever. And what you did is you you knew that instinctively mm-hmm. that you need to be over it for them to be okay with it. Yeah. And so then you made a joke about how the how you're not over it and you know they need you to be over it. Yeah. <laughs> and so well, you're like, you, let's man. pretend. Yeah. Oh, it's great. You like that? Thank you. It was, yeah. you, it was a it, you cheated. Yeah, yeah. I cheated. Well, she cheated too. You're going into the. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she listens to this. Um, um, anyway. Um, well, the yeah, it's good to have like a be the third person when telling a story. Uh, to have like it's it's this weird balance of uh, of 
of being a narrator and also being inside the protagonist's head the yeah. entire time. But mm -hmm. uh, from what I've learned from being as young as we are, like I've learned yeah. that uh, where you think a story ends, like more than likely you'll have a new ending on that story yeah. eventually. Oh, for sure. Like, you know what I mean? Something will occur that will bring it back around and you're like, oh shit, I can loop this into that now. Yeah. And now it's a, yeah. So uh, I also liked it. Uh, there are a couple things you said here. You said, I don't know if you've ever been to a Quaker wedding. Now, most people, of course, won't. And the way yeah. you described it was a great little metaphor. Yeah, <laughs> and like, the open it's mic. A, it's an open mic for a wedding. Yeah, yeah. I do think that you saying you slept with the bridesmaid, which is ordinarily. That's also um, he she had a strong connection to the groom, actually. And she wasn't actually a bridesmaid. I, I But I just tacked I, it on because it's quicker she, and yeah, it's like yeah. a. Yeah, it doesn't, she's really like a close friend. I mean, she probably here's some unimportant details that are true and help yeah. none of us. Yeah, at this, in sometimes this you just want like a key phrase. Yeah, to like turn a phrase. You want to get to the meat of the story. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And it's just like that's a quick well, way to get there. But the, what I liked what you did with that is you said ordinarily that's an attaboy high five kind of thing, yeah. and you showed that that fun thing to be a sad experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happy it just made thing, everything like, worse. I scored, and I have, I have negative points now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, I ran over it. Like, it, it's like in Mario when something hits you and the coins come mm -hmm. everywhere. Nice reversal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, last piece of this that that I really really dug you baited the audience because there you knew there was no way they were gonna guess the pet name yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it'd be really Good God yeah. nobody could have guessed that pet name <laughs> <laughs> I will I will I will put it out right now yeah. on the internet like if we if you somehow if someone in the world could guess that pet name before yeah. hearing this episode uh -huh. I'll give him a thousand dollars there's no way mm -hmm. I um I've realized because that that part is clearly the funniest thing. Yep. It's one of those things where it sounds like it would be untrue. Like it doesn't sound like, it sounds like something I would have, like if it say this is being done when I'm feeling better, like mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm, you know, yeah. however many like weeks or months, um, more years. Um, <laughs> or no, years. no, 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 it will be, it will, I, I think I'm going to get over it as soon, but it, if it, you, if you'd like, I'll make you a spreadsheet. <sighs> yeah, we'll, we'll definitely. How we'll long were you milestones? together? A year and a half. I was going to move in this month. Okay. Um, yeah, usually it takes about half the time. That's like the conventional a, wisdom. There's like a scientific algorithm to it. Yeah. Take about eight, half so the like amount of time. Months, nine months. You were together. You dated, and then uh, depending on certain life experiences you may or may not have gone, you know, certain trips or whatever How many abortions you guys had yeah. together? That, that yeah. kind of stuff can. We uh, went on a lot of trips. Okay. Uh, were any of them to a death in the family of either one of you? No, like they were two. It was a wedding. It was Amsterdam, and it was uh, uh, Mexico. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're going to be over this shit in, like, <laughs> no time. Really? Thank yeah. You. Uh, I know. So. Yeah, I really no am. longer than a year and a half, for sure. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I, <am> like, <laughs> I uh it's one of those things where it's like i i'd like to um you know i i want to get over it in the healthiest way and i want to anytime she just pops up in your head take a shot no matter where you are just take a shot of insulin of liquor oh how does insulin taste <laughs> it's so it depends like if you have like if you have like if you mix it with like bailey's uh, or, or like if it's on the rocks, it really does change it. Like temperature is a big deal with insulin. <laughs> um, anyway, 
at, when we had this closure meeting that ended in like a final night together, it was eye opening in the sense that uh, it it was like fuck. Well, now everything's on the table. I know how you were feeling. I've told you how I was feeling, and we're we're kind of at peace. We're at peace with the fact that maybe we weren't in love and rather just loved each other more than anything, which is, which are two different things. You can date someone that you're insanely attracted to and just love them as a person more than anything. And that doesn't mean you're in love that you're like you're in that you're destined to be together. Um, and we found that out and that's kind of a scary realization for me. Cause I, to me, it's like, Oh fuck. What if I just, you know, uh, like I, I, it just scares me because I'm like I don't want to get confused like that again. I don't. I don't think you know. I, 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 we got to wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do want to just say, you're just telling yourself a story about your feelings, and I it's a story so. that's helpful for you right now. But you felt what you felt at the time. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And now you're like, no, actually, I felt something different, or what I, what I felt means yeah, something yeah. different. Hey, you were in love. You had fun. Yeah, you, yeah. Things change. Yeah. Now yeah. you're trying to like make it a little more palatable. But like, yeah, you're right. I mean, people fall in and out of love. It happened. Oh, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying we weren't in love for like a lot of the time, but we also like it became less of an in love and more of just like a nurturing, uh, like happy factory. Oh, kind of so you factory. mean the natural progression of every relationship? Hey, if you're digging what we're doing here and you think someone else would benefit from it, please tell them about us. If you're listening on the podcast app on your iPhone, just look in the lower right corner. There's three dots. Tap that, then share episode. You can also tap the cartoon image of Harrison and me in the app if you have the episode selected. And then you'll see all the show notes that I painstakingly write. Did you know that that shit was even there? I've even added some easy Facebook and Twitter sharing links. Or if you're an Android person... All you got to do is just simply do whatever the hell Android people do for that. I don't know. And one more thing. I would love for the podcast to pay for itself. I'm going to keep doing it regardless. But if you're feeling grateful and generous, head to Patreon and throw us a few bucks. There's a link in the show notes. Okay, back to the show. All right. So this next story I just told at my show, it's uh, it's a story that is, it's true. <laughs> and everyone asks me, is that true? It's true. I'll tell you the only thing that I changed after we're done here. I used to be married, and then I stopped doing that completely. <laughs> but, but, it's great. Before I even say this, I want to just... Say this statement. I want to see if it resonates with anybody. I've never lost my temper, looked back, and went, nailed it! (laughs) I can do all of that again! (laughs) So, I was living in San Francisco, and um, so I used to have a pretty solid temper problem. And my, my, yeah, this face. And my, and my wife had a pretty solid drinking problem. So I don't know if you know how either of those issues work, but if you do the kinds of things that alcoholics do when they're drunk, it can upset people. And then if you get upset at an alcoholic, they drink more. So it's matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a fight. <laughs> so, um, and we didn't help matters because 
Well, we partied a lot. In San Francisco, the party never stops. It was like we were trying out for the Olympic team. We were going to take home the gold schlager. Like, so, but I would, one time, oh, by the way, the other thing you need to know is that uh, I was also, I was a banker. And so I was like, I was like a party hard, work hard guy. Uh, fuck that, by the way. Just do this, the other one. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so we would go out and party, and sometimes I'd, I'd have to work the next day. I worked weekends. And I remember one time where I was like, I, t- I turned to her and I was like, sweetheart. Uh, and, and by this, at this point, her name is Kristen. And at that point, she was Kristen. But I was married to another woman as well, named Kirsten. <laughs> Kristen was the beautiful, wonderful, Stanford-educated, lovely woman who I still love to this day. Kirsten was the Down Syndrome bully she became every time she drank. (laughs) I love Kirsten. I fucking hate Kirsten. (laughs) So, I say, Kristen, I gotta go home. I gotta get up. You know the drill. I know you want to stay out. Have a good time, honey. If you could do me a favor, um, could you just do any drug but alcohol tonight? (laughs) Please? She said, great. And I think what she heard me say was, hey, could you do all the alcohol tonight? (laughs) Fast forward. I'm asleep. I wake up to the smell of booze, cigarettes, (laughs) and another man in my bed. To be fair, we had an open marriage. But open doesn't mean freestyle. You know how we live in a free country, but it's not just total anarchy? There's fucking rules! And Kirsten doesn't give a shit about any of those rules. Okay. So, he got the idea pretty quick that I didn't want him there. I guess I said something like, What the fuck, Kirsten? <laughs> so, he goes downstairs. Now, I, I have lost my temper the moment I woke up. That's how I woke. Like, the red line was, like, that you cross when you're, like, beyond belief you're gonna do crazy shit. That was in a dream somewhere two hours ago. So I get really, you know that kind of mad where you're not yelling or screaming, everything just goes quiet. And you sort of talk through your teeth. It's like the rumble before an avalanche. And I say to her, I go, Kirsten, I'm gonna go take a shower. I'm gonna put on my suit. I'm gonna go to work. When I get downstairs, he's gone. Kirsten heard me, and she said, (laughs) I am in the shower. I am arguing with no one. (laughs) Some of you have been in a relationship, I see. Put on my suit. I walk out the door. I look down the stairs. He is still here. 
Now, everything I do next made total sense to me at the time, all right? I very calmly straightened my tie, I turned, I opened the cupboard, and I got my shotgun. <laughs> Oh my god. What else could you do? I mean, what are words worth, really? Because in my mind, at that time, you know, if you have a strange man who shows up in your bed unannounced, you should only have to tell him to leave once. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, he didn't understand me the first time. I think he's going to understand me this time. I straighten my tie. I am ready for business. I go down the stairs. Like this. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house! <laughs> 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 so, you know that phrase, don't shoot till you see the whites of their eyes? Yeah, yeah. yeah we all heard that. His eyes were like a cartoon. <laughs> it was like fucking saucers, like eggs. I've never seen anybody that scared in my life. I've never seen it. And, and I got, like, it was like, <laughs> I gotta be honest, I gotta be honest. The deepest, darkest, most evil part of me, that was fucking great. Oh my God, it was so good. I was like, oh, I kinda wanna do this all the time. <laughs> I've never seen a human being move that fast either. He just he just teleported out. <laughs> he was just there and it was just gone. I was like, wow, that's, I didn't even shoot. Like he's just <laughs> uh, okay. I get downstairs. I go, Kirsten. By the way, by the way, you know sometimes you like you'll like have a cup of coffee or drink water, sober up. This sobered her up like super fast. Kirsten was gone. Kristen was back. <laughs> she was sober. I go upstairs. I calmly disassemble my shotgun, I put it back, I come back down, straighten my tie again, and I say, sweetheart, uh, I'm gonna go to work, and we should probably talk about this when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> she is just like this. <laughs> Dakota to this story is that I saw him in the grocery store three days later. <laughs> I am apologizing to him with every fiber of my being every cell in my body I am so sorry I am so sorry because what I have learned since then is that the reason he did not get out when I asked him to the first time was that he pretty much always spoke Spanish in which in which my wife was fluent and what she was saying to him was he is so grumpy in the morning. <laughs> Don't worry, hang on, it'll be fine. He has bruises all over him. He has contusions and scrapes and a neck brace. He's wearing a neck brace. Because when he left my house, he was like, oh, okay. Oh, shit, I survived that. Oh, all right, I'm just gonna hop on my bike. And he got hit by a car on the way home. <laughs> Oh my god. So, let's go back through this one, one more time from her perspective. Because I called her to ask her about the story. I was like, what do you remember about it? And apparently, uh, so um, she was like, hey, we're going to have this really fun threesome. It's going to be really great. He's going to love this because she's so drunk. Like, and, and, she, and, she, and she's like, shh, it's going to be a surprise. 
And then the next thing he knows, I'm yelling at him. But then it's okay until I put on a suit. <laughs> <laughs> like, are they into this? Is this how they come? Like, what is this? And then the poor bastard gets hit by a fucking car on the way home. Oh, man. Like I said at the beginning of this story, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's fantastic, dude! That's a, that's a crazy story. It's a fucking crazy story. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe it's your real life. That's, totally that's a real existing thing that happened. Well, California is a very <laughs> that seems like more of a Tampa story. Honestly, so shotguns and can't take, can take the boy out of Montana, but uh, yeah, Jesus Christ, uh, man. The one thing I changed uh, in that was uh, he didn't get hit by the car right after he left. Oh, okay. It just happened like a couple of days later, we found out. Oh, man. Yeah, Bad week for this guy. But you, to, to, your, uh, to your perspective, like, you know, if you saw him only a couple of days later, right. and it, like, right. yeah, it, right. it happened right afterwards. Right. Usually, right. usually right. when someone points a shotgun at you, it's the worst thing that happened to you that week. <laughs> Not in California. Not in California, dude. Oh, my God. No fault state, dude. Have you ever tried to put this into, like, the story circle? Like, like try to plot it out? I see where... never have. I never um, have. I try. I mean, this is this was just... I'd have to hear the story probably a couple times more, but, like, this is just from the first listening. Um, and try to help me along, like, if I get stuff wrong. Um your your character uh starting in comfort you are in an open marriage but uh you, your your level of comfort is you're kind of used to how you're used you you're so used to your wife coming home drunk and stuff that you gave her a pet name you know like there, there's like a backstory to this character and right. stuff like so right in a way you're comfortable with you may not be happy about it but you're comfortable in that situation you're living with it yeah um i had to like come up with yeah i had to find a way to differentiate between the the two people I was living with. And so I came up with, I was like, how do I, so that's, that's true. I started just calling that other version, uh, a different, different name. Yeah. And that, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, and then, uh, I'm trying, I think, I think that when you want something, the thing you want, uh, is for you not to be as explosive, angry, Mm-hmm. Um, about stuff and mm-hmm. for her to stop drinking as much. Totally. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. definitely, you, you expressed that at the beginning pretty much. Um, the unfamiliar situation um, that I am guessing about is that like your marriage is hitting like a rock bottom where like you were comfortable at this kind of shitty level, but you were comfortable there. Whereas now like things are starting to be like you're you, it's starting to be on the end turn of the relationship. And then you say something along the lines of like, hey, can you not go drink as much tonight? You're trying to maybe work your way out of a bad situation. But your new unfamiliar thing is that you're, it's maybe worse off than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, you're adapting to it. Uh Again, this is just a guess, but either the fighting you guys were doing is like your way of a, like more fighting or maybe worse fighting or something like that is, is your way of uh, adapting to this rock bottom situation that you're not familiar with um, or just or the opposite thing. Or you guys are pretending like 
you're not noticing it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. You're trying to still hold on to the illusion that you're still like, yeah, our marriage isn't perfect, but it's not ter- It's not the worst marriage in the world. You get what you wanted. There's a couple different things here because the character on stage, what I, I you would end say, up wanting. Uh, oh, 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 I'm sorry. Can I uh, maybe like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what I'm trying to get in this story is I'm trying to get her to hear me that this is a problem. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm trying to get her to understand that this is causing problems and it's, and we're both playing a role in this, but she's not, she keeps drinking and I keep yeah. losing it. But why do you want to, but why do you want that problem to be fixed? I want that problem to be fixed because what I really want is a happy marriage. Exactly. Right. Yeah. The, right. Uh, yeah. That's a, I, I, and, and, but I think really it, the basis of it is, I want you to hear my message and agree with me. Like, I want to be heard. I want to be like, and I, uh, uh, mm-hmm. yes, the marriage thing, but like, I think it fits a little better into this analysis maybe if, if it's, I want to be heard. Well, there's post story and, and, and story you mm-hmm. like, and I feel like that you guys want, it's the same story. It's the same journey, but I feel like you're the guy on stage telling me this, what you really wanted mm-hmm. in the long run. And it, took you however long to realize is that you didn't want to be in that marriage anymore. Mm. And that's why you ended up getting a divorce. But the guy in the story, what he wants, the Jeff, that Jeff is you want to be in an open relationship where everything's fine. You mm-hmm. guys aren't fighting. You guys aren't drinking as much. Like that's what you want. That's what, uh, that's really like, there's two different ones, but it's the same thing almost like it's the, it's the same results. It's the same actions that lead you there. Um, and then obviously to get what you want, you got to pay a price for it, which is your wife, you know, getting more, drinking more, doing this and it leading to this ultimate betrayal, not betrayal, but you know, this, this kind of disrespectful moment where it's like, Hey, you know, yeah, we're, our relationship isn't maybe the same as other people's, but there are rules. There are respectful boundaries. Uh, and you've crossed one of them. You've kind of like, I half expected you to be like, hey, in that community, that's a no-no. You know what I mean? Like, where it's like an unspoken rule and uh, uh, and people in relationships like that. Um, and then after all that situation with the guy, you've returned to a familiar situation, a rock-bottom marriage that is not going well, having changed. You didn't explode. You didn't, you didn't, from what, from what I gathered in that story, you didn't, like, yeah, you screamed at the guy with a shotgun, but there was... Uh, everything before and after that, uh, or maybe, maybe just after that, like there was this, you know, you, I think you specifically mentioned like you calmly did this, you calmly did that. Yeah. You didn't scream. You didn't yell. Like, so you kind of got what you wanted, but in, in, in getting what you want, you realized maybe one of the things causing that in the first place was being in this marriage or, or this woman in particular. That's definitely a a way to, to, to analyze it. I think, I, I mean, now that we're trying to put it in this framework, yeah, it helps you. It helps you to kind of also pace things and and maybe change the timeline a little mm-hmm. bit. Like maybe this happens before that or whatever. But like it really, yeah. I always try to put everything into the structure. It makes of like, sense because I love it. it's not even that you're trying to prove yourself. Like it could be better. It's more of just like, you know, it, it, it's it's drawing out a basketball play on a whiteboard as opposed to explaining it verbally. Yeah. Like it, you're there's different things that could occur while your brain is doing this right. action by right. writing this out and saying. Okay, what is my character in comfort? It's this. What is my what is it that that character wants? You literally go down mm-hmm. and usually you can answer those pretty quickly. And maybe in doing so by the end of it you realize like, "Oh fuck, you know what? 
if I did this before that, this would make so much more sense. Mm -hmm. Or if I said this before that, or if the audience knew this, or they didn't know that before Mm -hmm. this happened, it's little things like that that can literally make the difference. Right. If I say, by the way, if I say up front, open marriage, then he goes in the bed, I don't have that moment where the audience goes, oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But then I get that uh, moment and then I can say, hey, let me be fair to her. We were in this open marriage, but here's why it was a problem. Mm-hmm. Here's why I, re- I here's why I'm about to react in this really crazy way. Did you feel it all? Sorry. Did you feel it all like during all this? Like maybe, and I think you might've actually alluded to it a little bit, but uh, I, I kind of get the sense from Kristen that in Kirsten, whatever, like that she purposely was nose diving like oh, did you ever get that like sure. that maybe she also didn't want to be in the marriage well, anymore what, but I mean, didn't, was too pussy to be an adult about it and fucking go through well i would never put it in those terms uh but <laughs> uh um, i mean the, the the reality was that she loved me mm-hmm. and i loved her mm-hmm. i was very gung-ho about marriage and commitment and at the end of the day she got swept along with my enthusiasm and she had some demons of her own to fight off. And she didn't know how to say to me to say no. Yeah. Right. And I was very like gung ho. And so the further on down, down the line we got toward getting married, the more it got a little weird. And, and, and what it was really underneath it the whole time was, I'm not sure I'm ready or want to do this. Mm-hmm. And so she ended up getting into, I, I mean, I feel for her more than anything else. Like she's yeah. so, she's such an incredible person, but she was like, like, you know, I'm not sure I want this. That's- and then so because we had that conversation me and my ex had that conversation last week where it was like Mm -hmm. you were so excited it was like but you were so excited it's like but Mm -hmm. we both just weren't sure underneath it right and And it's like that can really scare especially if you're young and we were and for me i wanted that i wanted that but it but in reality when when the full scope really became apparent of what the alcoholism was doing that demon on her back what that was Mm -hmm. doing in her life i got to the point where i was like you know I'm committed. I'm going to do this no matter what. Mm-hmm. I'm because I gave my word. Yeah. But then when I found out ultimately, when she finally said, told me, no, I'd never really wanted to get married. Then I was like, Oh, well then you're holding this person's hand to the flame essentially. Yeah. What, what can I do with that? Mm-hmm. And, and then, so, so like what this was, I would say, if I go back and look at it is absolutely, she was nosediving left and right because she was stuck in this thing that she didn't really want. Mm-hmm. Whereas, and I'm sitting here, fighting like crazy to keep it cobbled together. And so that's why when that poor bastard, that wasn't about him at all. Mm -hmm. I wasn't mad at him. I was, well, think about this, take him out of the story completely. What if she came home as Kirsten and was alone and just was drunk, like, like normal. Sure. Do you think that it would have caused a fight? Do you think that it would have been you kind of bottling it up again and pushing it down and trying to pretend like everything's all right. And maybe you say something again, like, you know, there, there, there is something to consider about that. For sure. Like it depends on where I was in it. Cause that changed. I learned, as I learned more about alcoholism in general, that shifted for me. And so like, were you drinking less? Like, uh, I mean, like I didn't have the same reaction to it. She did. Like she became a completely different human being, mm-hmm. um, with completely different set of, of, of everything. And then would not remember any of the things she did or said. Yeah. Um, I, on the other hand was like, uh, I could take it or leave it. It really didn't matter. Um, you said, cause you said something about the, uh, that's sort of where I, my brain was at the beginning where I thought you were saying like, I was a, I was a wall street guy or something. I was a banker, banker person. Yeah. And then, uh, I, uh, you know, we, I was, I party hard, I work hard or whatever. Yeah. Uh, 
and so in my mind, I'm envisioning two alcoholics getting together. Yeah, no, huh? Partying all the time and and doing that. That's my that's the vision in my head uh, right. because we we partied a lot, but it wasn't. And, and I would define it like this: like I mean, uh, that's I feel like it's something to mention where it's like. Uh, you know, maybe that's where you guys first connected is the parting and having fun with each other. Right. And then while she was getting worse, like right. you kind of weren't. And it she was, was drinking for a reason. Yeah. You know, like, like, and yeah, you drink to have fun with some friends on the weekend. Like that's sure. a way to phrase that where it sure. doesn't sound like you have a problem, but right. when you're married to an alcoholic and you're not like, I stopped, I was like, yeah, I was yeah. like, Oh shit, this is, this is not just, this is not just. Hey, maybe you don't drink as much. Like I was like, oh, this is a huge issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd never encountered it before. And then I was like, oh, like well, what do we do? You know. And then it was like, then it was Al-Anon, Al Anon, Alcoholics Anonymous, moderation management, like all these things that we went through, counseling, all these kinds of things to deal with it. But ultimately, I mean, at the end of the day, like there's nothing. I could not do anything. To I didn't cause it. I didn't create it. Only she could fix it if she wanted to. And, and underneath all of that was, I don't want to be in this situation with you. Mm-hmm. That's what, and, and I feel for her. Like she didn't know how to say no. Yeah. Um, so it came out in these weird, crazy ways. Uh, so, so your, your point was she nose diving 100%. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was like, I, I had a rule, like I wasn't going to fight with her. I wasn't going to interact with her when she was like that. Like I, I made a rule, like, like I won't engage when she's drunk. Uh, which is what they teach you in Al-Anon. Mm-hmm. So, so when that poor bastard came in there, all of a sudden I had something to attack. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? The poor guy. Like all of us, it was. It had nothing to do with him. Uh, but I had this thing because I have my rule. I'm not going to go after her. I'm not going to interact with her. I, I. That's my rule. Fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. Poor bastard. It's a near and dear story. <laughs> Fucking great. I, I can't wait to see how that like expands and like what you like figure out. Like, cause it's like, this was so new. Like as a, like I've never seen you perform in full. I'd seen you work it out at a mic mm-hmm. and I was like, this story is so much to it. I've, I've done it one other time at a long 10. It's a, it's a, like it's a, it's a full 10 mic. minute story. I, yeah, I, I, I would great. say that was the perfect length too. Yeah. Just... I, yeah. Right now you've got a hunk of, gold whatever like you know that's your story it's a great it's a good story flat out regardless yeah. so now you're gonna want to chip away and smooth it down and make it make it into a figurine you'll think of angles i thought it was so it was and it was very polished when you did it just now but that's mm-hmm. all, even cooler because then that means like the more and more you do it the more you'll see yeah you're not you're not gonna your polishing isn't gonna be necessarily like to get it up to a good level you're already a good level now the polishing is only gonna be like how do i the little things I can tweak to get it up and up and up and up and up to yeah. where it's like. And also, uh, like, I think one of the things, I don't know how this happens with you, but, like, I want to be really careful to protect her as a person because I can't. Is care. she the same person that she was in the story? I mean, come on, man. I, like, how do you split that hair yeah, no, I know. to uh, somebody who's not a storyteller? Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I want to be careful. I don't want to live the life that Mark Maron seems to. Yeah. I mean, I would, of- I would say, like, the like maybe a fake name. That It is. That's fake. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, like, that's, for all intents and purposes, sounds, this yeah. woman doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, she doesn't exist anymore in the real life. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure that yeah. whether she's worse or better than she was in the story, she's not the same person anymore. And like the audience doesn't know anything about her. There's no way for them to look her up or anything on the internet. Like, so it's her friends and family though. Know what I do. And 
Like, well, I'm, yeah. if they're really good friends and family, then th this is probably not the worst thing they've ever heard about. <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 I, that's honestly like for anyone out there that may be dating a comedian or anyone in the entertainment world or an artist of any kind, you have to understand that, that we pull from our own lives and yeah. we don't want to do anything to hurt you. But if we have a fucking story that you're involved in, mm -hmm. you're going to be like, it, that, that's it. That's part of the, uh, I try. The game. I, yeah, I know. I just feel, feel like it's a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough. You got to be. I just want to be really careful. You know, I just don't want to go. I don't want to step on the people in my life to make a career. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I just. I feel like yeah, it's really don't do a that. road to sadness and loneliness. And 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 also like I deeply respect and love her, mm -hmm. and and I don't want to hurt her. So it's like it's 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 so hard to be like. She doesn't how much feel like this the is villain in this story. I, though. Good. That's yeah, what I. No, that's she what really I want. doesn't feel like. Because I want to be the villain in this story. I want to be the villain in this story. That's the goal. I, I want you to still be rooting for me in a way, but I also want to be like, I'm the one who overstepped. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, it, it, and I don't know how to, like, without getting too personal and stuff, like, yeah. this is kind of the, the, the best kind of redemption thing is, like, the open marriage thing is I feel like that's sort of a be careful what you wish for oh, sure. situation yeah. where it's, like, it can obviously go well. It has for many people, yeah. and it can go not so well, which is this is one example of that. So, right, uh, I've, that uh, I don't really feel like there's too many that even you're like the villain in the story. I don't feel like there's necessarily a villain. It just, but at the same time, I grew up with people who are addicted. So, in the words uh, of Peter Ravello, the villain is denial. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's talk about sex. Well, hey, Mike, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for awesome, man. Uh, we, there's been a lot of starts and stops, and you have been amazing through it. This is such a specific episode. I'm really excited to hear yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, is there anything that you'd like to plug before we go? Uh, I'm on Twitter at MikeGuildNYC. Uh, I have a, a show. I'm always performing at Creek in the Cave and stuff and all around New York City. I'm going to be famous on television soon. Okay, Pretty so soon. guys, really? check out Pretty television. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the mm -hmm. television device. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Nice. <laughs> and uh, uh, on the channel. So, yeah. uh, also a big thanks to Dave Chappelle, of course. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, if he if he ever wants to stop by again and have coffee again, I'm, he's he's more than welcome. Mm -hmm. uh, bring for your sure. son. Yeah, yeah. Bring he bring his son. Um, I promise, Kevin Hart won't be here this time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, also a big thanks to Harrison. Thanks for sharing your story. Uh, this was a this is one of the most personal Sex. episodes. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Sex. All right. Bye. Sets. Hey, thanks for listening to part two of this two-part comedic storytelling episode. We had a great time recording it. Thanks so much. And one thing I forgot to do was thank Salt and Peppa. You guys, thanks for having our back. Thanks for, you know, you know, you know the relationship we have. Yeah.